what's going on? Welcome to a very special 69th edition of the Birds All Day podcast. Brought to you by Grandstand. My name is Drew Fairservice. We are here talking about your American League East champion, Toronto Blue Jays. I didn't think I'd have the opportunity to say that uh, ever. Uh, Joining me to talk about (laughs) Birds All Day, sponsored, of course, by Grandstand, is... uh, Old Reliable. Old Reliable, Mr. Andy Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I'm reliably well. Uh, Sounds a little weird still to say. It's fucked up, yep. Uh, They clinched the division yesterday, and then apparently uh, spring training broke out (laughs) for two games, which um, is cool. Which actually is what it kind of sounded like watching the broadcast uh, with all the Jays fans, like, who'd invaded Baltimore, and because the Orioles fans, you know, what were they going to do in game one of that doubleheader? Insert joke about Baltimore people not having jobs. Uh, and uh, and it, no, it sounded like it was a game from Dunedin. It was just like smattering of like of like old people applause after uh, after each thing that the Jays did. It was it was kind of surreal, but uh, I mean the, they the moved, whole thing was fucking. They surreal. moved of the three the last three games that they played in the last twenty four hours, basically or yeah. thirty hours. They changed the time of two of them. One of them was a makeup game from the day before. Another one was a day game moved up to noon. On a Thursday, which uh, they're not beating down the doors to go to watch a game at noon no. of the Orioles, who were <laughs> eliminated, who have spent some time in the playoffs in the last few years. So, you know, the novelty may have worn off ever so slightly. But uh, we're happy that the novelty has not worn off for you listening to Birds All Day, which, as I mentioned, sponsored this week by Grandstand. Sports highlights from fans in the stands. It's an app that you can share your own sports highlights, watch videos straight from the crowd, or browse the greatest plays of all time, all from the fans' perspective. You can download Grandstand in the App Store or at grandstand.me. Lots of Jays fans, lots of Jays content on there. They're on Twitter and stuff too. So I encourage you to uh, head on to the App Store, check it out. When you're there, got your new OS fucking up your whole phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you can somehow navigate the the app and or iTunes and or podcast uh, setup, you can rate and review and subscribe <laughs> to Birds All Day, uh, which is the thing that podcasts always ask you to do. And we're asking, we're no different. Yeah, we are. We are no different. We and are, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to use that new podcast app too. I crowdsourced. I tried to get people to tell me what their favorite podcatchers were. Uh, I submitted this to, to Stitcher. Mm, cool. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I've heard back from them yet. Uh, you, you know where to find us. SoundCloud what? app works nice. SoundCloud app, or uh, just be careful. Once you get inside of the Apple's box, once you're in their ecosystem, they don't let you get out. Indeed. So, uh, but that's cool. Uh, of course, you can head over to our Patreon, uh, which is apparently very safe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all your personal information is uh, is safe as much as you uh, let them know of. Uh, they're I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what they told us. They that's said it's all the up and up. They yeah. sent it out to Passwords everybody. Passwords are encrypted and credit card information is not breached. So it's all good. So that means just give <laughs> them sure, more. I'm sure they would say otherwise if that was true. No, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But uh, Patreon.com/slash/BirdsAllDay. Uh, if you would like to help keep us uh, living in the style to which we have grown accustomed, uh, we are very appreciative of all of the support. All year long, it is, uh, it has been unbelievable, frankly, and you know it's just been unbelievable. And and it's not for everybody, as you've mentioned before. 
Uh, sometimes you get people mm-hmm. in the in real life, IRL, come up, say nice things, or yeah, uh, guy that you and I know, Steve Sherman, guy we used to work oh, with. Oh yeah, yeah. So That's I right. was at I went to see John Hodgman that just for just for laughs the other day talking about podcast. Judge John there you Hodgman, go, yeah, a uh, very funny nerd. He did his uh, I did I think he did his white privilege set. Is that what uh, that is doing? exactly what it is that he he made reference to that. This that's white privilege comedy. Yeah, I saw I saw a review of it. So oh really? It's cool. terrific. It was really funny. It, it hit home with me as someone who is afflicted <laughs> with white privilege. Scourge of our times. But uh, Steve Sherman saw me and he's like, uh, he was like, we were speaking for a few minutes and he was like, here. He like gave me some money that he had on. <laughs> he's like, fuck Patreon. <laughs> he gave me, People sometimes do that. Yeah. I've, had, I've had somebody do that to me too. Yeah. It was I great. Just, I, I just like, please don't just give me cash. This is weird. So I but went. But then eventually, sure, I'll take you. And I bought uh, delicious, refreshing beverages for uh, for you and I with well, that's, that money. That's lovely. That's very And lovely. I bought a coffee today. So, so guilty. Well, whatever. I'm not going to give you that. Any, you didn't get any, you didn't get any steak. I didn't get any meat <laughs> yeah. out of the out of the uh, the exchange. So no, I got a guy at Opera Bob's the other day bought me a shot. Fuck him guys. and fuck you. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. God damn it. Anyway, uh, the John Hodgman show was great. I really enjoyed it. By the way, that's awesome. He played the ukulele at the end. Fucking hipsters. Guy sounded there was the guy who did the PA sounded so much like Paul F. Tompkins that I wanted to run into <laughs> wherever the sound was coming from. Be like PFT. <laughs> but uh, he's not going to make it on this one. Yeah, either. apparently not. We, um, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, what I can't we? imagine. Is I there can't anything? imagine. Uh, yeah, there's been, but uh, not a lot of news so much as uh, happenings. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, them, the, the happenings, happenings, the ongoings, yeah. the news, the the jubilation, the celebration, the Bush party. Yeah, the Bush party. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, all that and so much more on this edition of Birds All Day. So here we go, the, uh, as I said, 69th edition uh, of the Birds All Day podcast. Uh, it's something funny just came up on uh, Twitter.com. I put it out there a little bit earlier. Uh, see, now the Blue Jays have clinched. They've, they've secured their first American League East division title in uh, 22 seasons. Uh, and the Yankees, I think, are less of a menace, more of like a benign presence. Uh, they're, like, they're just kind of there. I'm not yeah. really too... They are kind of playing like hot hot disgusting garbage <laughs> so it's like maybe we want them to sneak by whomever they play in the uh in the in the wild card game yeah um, I, people have people ask me that a lot who do you want to see you know i don't i don't care mm-hmm. fuck them all take the yankees any day yeah, sure. any goddamn day people i understand the 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 magic of the pinstripes and the just the it would if the jays somehow managed to lose to the yankees in the division series it would ooh, it hurt a lot yeah like more than some other scumbag team, you know, more than the Rangers or the... Oh, the, yes. Yeah. But the Yankees also are not good, especially. Yeah. And they're an especially bad... Like, the Jays have owned the Yankees yeah. this year. So easy to overlook that and be like... And the Yankees would be burning Tanaka just to get to the division series. Well, you get two Severinos. Yeah, it might not be... That's all that's the Yankees' yeah. best shot at this point. But uh, the point I was getting to was that Carlos Beltran is amazing. Yeah. 
And uh, some people have been trying to blow up my spot recently by digging through old tweets <laughs> in which I had uh, praised Carlos Beltran effusively, uh, which I think he deserves. And so as a reaction to that sort of today, I put out there, uh, I said, tweeted, Carlos Beltran should go into the Hall of Fame as a blank. And the responses were predictably a lot of Mets, a couple of Royals. There were some jokes, of course. Uh, someone said Astros. Jay Jaffe of Sports Illustrated wisely said, as soon as possible, Indeed. or as soon as eligible. <laughs> uh, and someone else, just the James, who's got one of those last names from like the beginning of the year that was, that's all vowels and Zs oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I tweeted James, Carlos Dutchman should go to the Hall of Fame as a, and he replied, drunk Jays fan. So, okay. good oh, for him. That's good. Well yeah. played, you know. Uh, but anyway, we, we, do we want to talk about that? Do we care who they play? I don't really that was care. my last one for the my last point. The the one that uh, well, it, it's exactly what you're saying. You know, the, the only reason I would say I don't want to play the Yankees is because I'm more thinking of it in terms of which team would I be able to stomach losing to the least. The I Yankees, don't, the I, Yankees, I would not uh, would not be cool. The, no, it would not be cool in like a car. It would it, oh, it would be bad. Yeah. It would be bad. But I do think it also would be the least likely. Although the all of the other teams in the American League. Kind of fucking suck. They're dog shit. Yeah. The Royals, oh my god, we're watching them tonight play against the, the White Sox, which looked like a team that was like drawn out of a hat, <laughs> quite frankly. The White Sox are just giving up. and But the Royals are bad. Yeah. Oh, they're bad. I don't... I don't get that whole thing. Well, yeah. they're... Okay, I, I've been saying this for like... I've been saying it for too long and such that it's not true anymore. The Royals aren't bad. I really like Lorenzo Cain, even though he kind of got hit with a foul. Like, he fouled the ball off his knee. Yeah. Excuse me, his knee yesterday. Uh, Alex Gordon's very good. Eric Hosmer is decent. Eric Hosmer's like a rich man's Justin Smoke. Okay. Uh, which is that. like the the faintest praise I can muster. <laughs> ben Zobris is, a fo- of course, very good. Yeah. Uh, some of the pitchers are good. Obviously, the bullpen is good. It's not as good without yeah, Greg Holland. Greg Holland. Down for Tommy John, yeah. That is, that's, an, that's an issue for them. The Royals record speaks for itself. They're, you know, they've... They're right there with the Blue Jays uh, in terms of vying for the best record in the American League. But I'm not afraid of them if I'm the Blue Jays, if I'm a person who's wary of the opposition. Yeah. I'm not wary or afraid of any of them. I think a lot of the teams are... They're not... the. No matter which how good they are, none of the teams in the American League are as good as the Blue Jays. Period. That's true. And yet, as we all know, as people who watch baseball know... Doesn't necessarily mean shit, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think none of it means shit. Jeff Jeff Sullivan wrote something about that today on uh, Fangraphs about how like the Blue Jays are a powerhouse, but the playoffs is a fucking you know a crapshoot, as it his really, headline it really says is. itself. Uh, I mean, I would whole happily play the Angels. Really, really want something the Angels because uh, yeah, I think they're the team I would most like to face. But then they could also totally. Their pitching great. is it's so, so paper thin. It's so bad. And the Blue Jays, I think, are the worst matchup for the Angels. Yeah. You want to look at it well, from the Blue the Jays are the worst matchup for anybody. Like, right? Like, there's no team out there that's like, of all the teams that I want to play, that they would say anybody except the Blue Jays that they don't want to play. Oh, is this big Ken Morales coming out of the game? Oh, it's hurt his leg. Doesn't look too serious. But anyway, yeah, Kendrick Morales looks like he's coming out of this uh, Royals game. Which is good for the people who are going to play against uh, the dogshit Royals. Uh, no, the Blue Jays are a bad matchup for anybody. Yeah, I mean, maybe in the National League, say, if, you know, not to say like let's look ahead to the World Series, yeah. but 
a team like the Mets and, the, and a team like the Dodgers and the fucking Cardinals, they can all really pitch, right? Where I don't know that there is an, an equivalent of that team in the American League, a team yeah. that's like really got a fearsome pitching staff that, yeah, yeah, we could hold the Blue Jays at bay. Yeah, no, I don't think that there is. Which is uh, good. The, I mean, the good bullpens of the Yankees and the and the Royals are are a thing. But and you know the Rangers, you gotta be the winning to have, get there the, though. The Rangers have some good guys at the start at the front of the rotation. The the uh, the Astros as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. There, I don't think there's any team that any Jays fan should be like, "Oh shit, we got to play those guys." Like, it's just the Jays are so fucking loaded with talent right now. Like there's there is no bad matchup for them per se. Which of course doesn't mean that they're gonna just wander through without taking their lumps, but. Also, they're healthy. That's a that's an amazing thing about the Blue Jays, and something that you know when Anthopolis is talking about chemistry and stuff like that, about uh, being a, sort of a driving force to to you know how they how they went about you know uh, constructing the team and why that's been a thing that's that's helped them so much this year. So like they just got fucking hurt last year a lot, and we're not a bad team. Uh, and this year, I mean, as much as they lost Stroman, obviously an issue. The Tulo's out right now. But those guys are both coming back. <laughs> I know. The one guy's already back. I know. The one guy who wasn't going <laughs> to pitch this year has now made four starts, and he's allowed five runs. I believe he's now the. I, I mean, it's such it's it's so whittled down that it's kind of meaningless. But he's the Blue Jays franchise leader in September ERA for a like one month of September for a starting pitcher. Like, do you think you could find a more meaningless stat? Like <laughs> probably good if you dug and probably dug and good. dug. Well, uh, it, was, it was on Buck and Pat's game sheet the other day, so well, there you we go. got to hear it. Uh, the point is, the Blue Jays are very good. This is something we could just keep talking about, 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 about. Uh, the injuries, though. Uh, David Price isn't going to pitch again in the regular season. Are you worried? Is that does that worry? Are you are you wondering why they would make such a rash decision? Not really, no. No, no, I don't no. give two hot shit. No. Uh, Sim game, let him let him go till he feels like, hey, I'm, I'm fine. I'm sure he does feel like he's fine. Other than the fact that he was so devastatingly hungover today <laughs> that he was wearing yeah. sunglasses in the dugout and it was pouring rain. <laughs> yeah, no, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Jays won the division. They were spraying champagne. Gibby like a fucking boss out there with no, no fucking... <laughs> goggles or glasses best John Gibbons he is the greatest uh, yeah Anthopolis getting in on that we were talking off air about that you thought is that that's weird yeah the, the I, I'm going to be totally that? honest having the GM in the middle of that at the beginning doesn't it's not my cup of tea yeah, I don't know. They're I, good. Okay. It depends. It depends on what. It depends on the relationship, I guess. You know, if if the GM's like just horning in to to get FaceTime, that's one thing. But if I don't know if they really are, I don't know. If I don't think he's horning the, in to get if FaceTime. They're, if they're close with the front office, if this isn't too uncommon, then I can deal with that. But I'm very much of the opinion that the players have the, the yeah, the and players you see are that the ones the, who fucking did it. The coaches, I, I feel like there's a there's a kind of a standard protocol when it comes to these kind of celebrations. Or you'll see the coaches will all band together, congratulate each other, and they and when it's if it's a no hitter or, or generally these, these things, the coaches will all hang back as the players mill around the, at, at the mound or do their thing. The coaches hang back and then they slow, sort of go after. 
Yeah. And they shake hands or they stay back. And, and it, on the field, Anthopoulos did that too. I mean, he had to make his way down from from the... Uh, he was sitting in the front row and they were... Sla- he was slapping hands and taking photos with, you know, people there in the in the crowd. Uh, all the Jays fans that you mentioned right, earlier. Yeah. But uh, seeing him in the middle of the, of the dugout or the clubhouse was just a little weird. It, I mean, there were the same day that when the Cardinals clinched, there was photos of the owner, what a Bill DeWitt, like chugging a giant Bud Light in the middle of the... Uh, yeah. That's that to me is more unseemly. The why? The owner? He, I don't know. He he's just that much more removed from it. Yeah. But uh, he wasn't there like leading the cheers and uh, and also <laughs> enough, there yeah. was a vine or I don't know if it was where it was from but letting out the dirty secret that Alex Anthopoulos is like the most profane man in oh, the yeah, world. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like the trucker mouth of all time. Uh, that yeah. just like it's like a switch <laughs> that goes on and off. That's a that that's a beaston thing too. Which is, well, what, which is people don't know that. Yeah, yeah and he, Howard Bryant had a couple of those. Yeah, that's he was right. That's out, right. Like all Beeson's lines, Beeson covering himself in glory with the with the Roger Clemens signing. <laughs> like ah, we fucked those Yankee bastards. Like, did you not maybe think about giving him a blood test? Like all of a sudden, <laughs> fucking Incredible Hulk shows up to, to spring training. I do, I do not think the union would permit that, but no, I know what you mean. And yeah, no. <laughs> No, I just I'm sure I've told this on here before, but like the Gibbons press conference that I was I went to when they first announced Gibbons as the manager, and every you know all the big trades have been made, and and you know just shit's going crazy, and so I went down and packed into that room, uh, and Beeston was like pretty much like directly behind me because everybody was just wedged in there, and when Anthopoulos started uh, answering questions in French because something like just flips right into French, mm-hmm. Beeston like to nobody to just the entire rooms just like just like this. This fucking guy. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's true. But also, hey, that's Paul Beeston, the trucker mouth. I feel like, especially Anthopolis, if you spend that much time as a, if he's scouting or doing player evaluation, it just kind of, that seems like it's the lingua franca of the game. <laughs> I, I, I suspect so. Yeah, you gotta, you can't look like a, uh, you know, the bean counter. Like Joe Sheehan, who was there, sitting right behind him. <laughs> right. And the other bean counters. Spraying ear medicine all over the place. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure he's a lovely man. Uh, anything, was there any other injuries type news? Uh, Price isn't going to pitch. Gonna He's ready for game one of the of the ALDS. Tulo, people, stop slapping Tulo's back for fuck's sakes, people. <laughs> the celebration, I, that was my, that was like my whole thought during the celebration when everybody's like jumping on each other. It's like watching guys like, like charge in from the bullpen to jump on the pile. It's like, ah, Tulo's fucking shoulder, man. Jesus. If you can't take Aaron Loop landing I on him, I don't think he's going to be able to take. We can take Kevin Pillar landing on try him. Try to turn around a Chris Medlin dog shit two-seamer. This is, this is true. This is true. Um. Anything, uh, Strowman, uh, holy shit, Strowman pitched eight innings yesterday. He's so good. Like, he, the just, strikeouts, strike out eight guys, swinging strikes are kind of on the rise. Yeah, that's true, that was definitely uh, good. He can, he gets a little bit of movement on his pitches, I've noticed. He can, he can spin some. That, the two, they, ESPN had that two-seamer, that graphic that showed his two-seamer grip, and it is fucking weird <laughs> i don't know how he managed to throw that thing like 90 miles an hour when he's holding pinching it between his baby finger and his thumb because uh, well, he's a fucking freak it's amazing uh like in the last thing we'll talk about we've talked about the royals a few times we talked about kind of shutting them down uh the home field advantage thing how i don't know worried isn't the word but 
how highly do you rate it versus the other things that are facing the team between you know the next three days uh it's a good question i mean i think it'll it'll settle itself it uh you know the royals are winning this game that we're watching right now so that would put them into a tie with the jays though the jays have a tiebreaker and they each have three games left so the jays are still in a pretty good position Mm -hmm. uh they're gonna go with the full lineup tomorrow i believe uh and then we'll see from there it uh it, do, it doesn't matter to me, to be honest. I mean, I, you, obviously you want them to have home field advantage. Um, but, I mean, they quoted on the on the Royals broadcast here. They talked about John Gibbons saying, you know, there's other, there's other things that are important too. Like John Gibbons' quote is actually fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gregor Chisholm, of course, our, you, you know, our, your friend and mine. Uh, My job is to take care of these guys. Make sure they're ready when it comes. Not what other people think. He's talking about the end of the season, I guess. Uh, on the home field thing. He says, yeah, we'd love it. We'd love to win it, but I have to do what's best for these guys and not what some bozo out there in fantasy thinks. Uh, so John Gibbons has owned almost everyone I'm friends with on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is yeah. panicking. Panicking. I guess the Jays don't care about home field advantage. Uh, that, yeah, I've definitely blocked a guy in the middle of like all the all the celebrating and stuff yesterday. Who I, I tweeted something about like I I I've literally never cared less about a Blue Jays game than Game Two of that doubleheader where they already were saying oh we're gonna have the Bison's lineup in. He's like I guess you don't give a shit about home field advantage. I'm like fuck, fuck you. Can right you now. enjoy something? Yeah. Can you enjoy it? Yeah. I I so weird. I enjoyed it. I am not getting the playoffs is great. I really want the Blue Jays to win the World Series. Call me fucking crazy, <laughs> but that's what I'm after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't need... Uh, but enjoy here, and then enjoy the next thing, and then enjoy the one after that. Don't be miserable. Like, home field advantage. It, you know, it's like... I, Could you be more no, spoiled, basically. Yeah, that's true, too. But did nobody, did nobody notice fucking Edwin chugging around third and fucking headfirst sliding into home in like the first game of that doubleheader? Like, he doesn't really need to do that. This weekend, I'm I'm okay with him getting some breaks. This is like now it's the last week of spring training where it's like just don't get fucking hurt. Yeah, exactly. Nobody exactly. fall over and die on the turf at exhibition or Olympic <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, uh, that's totally where we're at. I'm, I yeah, I could care less. And, I, and like I say, I don't think there's a bad matchup for the Jays. Don't even care. Uh, you know, I mean, home field advantage could be a thing if they end up playing the Royals in the uh, in the ALCS, but. But yeah, I think it's important to, you know, if Josh Donaldson is fucking not feeling as healthy as he possibly could, give him a fucking break and let him try to feel as healthy as he possibly can. Let him play Friday, let him play Saturday, play half the game Sunday. Josh, sit down, shut up. Yeah. Don't start a fight with me. I'm not (laughs) Billy Bean. But uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break. We've got this one figured out, which is... uh, we don't care if they win home field advantage, although it would be great. Yeah. That's the answer we're all looking for. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's a thing you go all in to do at this point, especially when you have the lead anyway and you have the tie break. And... Yeah, the tie break, I think, is not insignificant at all, having that over the Royals. Uh, we're going to come back after this brief break. We're going to uh, talk about the roster for the American League Division Series, which will feature your American League East champion. Toronto Blue Jays. On this edition of Birds All Day.
right, so we're back here on Birds All Day. We're talking about the playoffs, uh, something that is happening. They can't take it away from us now. Yeah. They can't take it away from any of us. Uh, now we start to get into the fun-ish questions. The, you know, the very nitty-gritty. And that is, what is what 25 guys do you want them to bring on the roster for the American League Division Series? So let's go through it. Let's do it. Sure. We'll, we'll go as fast as we can. The first the first 20, probably. Uh, pretty easy. Yeah. Are no-brainers. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've created a little list so that will count for us. Okay. So we got Jose Bautista. Sure. He gets to go. Josh Donaldson. <laughs> he goes. And then Carnacion. Ross Martin, uh, Troy Tulowitzki. All the regulars. Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar, who is a 4-1 player, apparently, in, in the <laughs> world we live in yeah. now. Uh, Ryan Goins, ben Revere. Ben Revere, yep. Ryan Goins. Uh, Deanna Navarro will be there. For sure, yeah. Uh, Justin Smoke will be there. There's, I mean... Who hit an opposite? Yeah. He hit an opposite field home run at the worst possible time. I put the the, the first game on. I was like, oh, talking to my kids. I'm at home with them. I'm, my wife's still coming home a little late from work. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll watch them. The Jay, Blue Jays are going to win. It's going to be great. My four, daughter just turned four. Is apparently a diehard Pirates fan. Huh. Uh, you know, she. I know that she liked them. But we were like, we were said we we're going to watch the Blue Jays because they win. She's like, no, Pirates. <laughs> like she was mad. Wow. She was mad that the Pirates weren't celebrating. Uh, Justin Smoke, as you said, uh, Ryan Goins, we've got, uh, Chris Colabella will be there. I think he'll be there for sure, yeah. Chris Colabella will be there. Uh, then we'll go through the pitchers. David Price is going to be there. Marcus Stroman is going to be there as a starter. Anyone else tweets <laughs> at me about him being in the bullpen could die in a fire. I, I would suspect that that stopped. I got one. Just Two? Just, well, it's related to what we'll talk. We can talk about this as well, which is which order do you expect the, to right. see the starting pitchers right. come out? Uh, Robert Allen Dickey will be there. Yep. Uh, Marco Estrada will be there. Yep. Hey, <laughs> moving on to the bullpen, I think. Moving on to the bullpen, we're right at the back. We've got uh, Roberto Osuna. We're at 16 right now. Roberto Osuna is going to be there. Uh, Brett Cecil is going to be there. Interesting ordering you've chosen there, but but perhaps telling. Mark Lowe is going to be there. Yeah, Sanchez will Aaron be there. Aaron Sanchez, the Rugi's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Troy Hawkins, that old man, is going to be there. Pretty sure Latroy's going to be there, yeah. Uh, okay, so now we're at 21. Okay. We've only got three outfielders. Yeah, we need an extra outfielder. We need an extra outfielder. It's either, it's either Pompey or Carrera. It's either Pompey or Carrera. Uh, there's a real big part of me. Oops, it's Dalton Pompey. Yeah, me too. I'm not alone. I don't think in that. I I don't know. I'm sure I was telling you, but I would like I don't know. I heard some I heard some weird some weird stuff about Pompey and how like he's he he's fitting in with with some of the teammates. He's not you know the most effusive guy necessarily. Uh, though looking at some of the celebration videotapes, uh, that didn't you know that didn't seem to be the case. He was you know getting in there with teammates and, and jumping in and. And I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's weird to like come back to this team that you're the opening day center fielder for, and mm-hmm. and sort of have not that kind of a place and not have been able to get there. And I don't know, I was like somebody told me that they're like, oh, I think maybe it's going to be Carrera. Like I think they like that he's a veteran, that he's just he knows his role, he's happy, he's he's you know he's, he's there's nothing weird, you know, in terms of how he's 
relating to people or walking around with kid gloves or whatever it is. Uh, and that was like, you know, that was a week ago or a week and a half ago. And the more I see, they just keep using Pompey and he's a, he's a great pinch runner. And, uh, I think I'm, I've now wavered back to thinking it's, it will be Pompey. Uh, it always should have been Pompey. I think this is a kind of touchy feely decision, uh, where guys like you and I, and probably most people who are listening to this are going to say, I want it to be Pompey. Yeah. Because Pompey has more upside and he is obviously a better base runner and obviously he got caught stealing today, uh, running in the mud. But yeah, I think you can get a mulligan on that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, there's a part of me that wonders, the role he's going to be asked to play isn't one that really demands a lot of upside. True. Like, it doesn't really matter if he's he, if he projects to be a better player over five games or seven games. Not necessarily much in the way of a factor. Of course, he did, today, have three hits and a walk. He got on base four times. And this is something I've heard a couple people talk about, how in this, the next, between the next, there today and last night and the next three games, if he can maybe... in rebuild some confidence some of the confidence that may have been lost by his manager or even some of his teammates uh, maybe makes him more of a factor of, uh, of a guy who gets to go and play I don't know maybe uh, meanwhile Ezekiel Carrera uh, made a horrible base running mistake yesterday <laughs> yeah yeah he's just, there's just there's even if it's not a role that demands upside it's a role that demands Good base running, and Pompey's your better bet there. So you and I will. Uh, okay, now this is now. I, I'm going to have to take the the lead here and decide mm-hmm. who will be there, not who we want to be there. Okay. And I have just typed a C and an A and the two R's. I think it's going to be Carrera. Wow. Yeah, it could be. It's, I, it. You know, they they do stuff like that. They're they definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's, they definitely like. Don't want to piss off the veterans and fuck with the the mix, and that's why there's somebody else you're gonna type later who really doesn't have a role in the bullpen, has never pitched out of the bullpen. Uh, I think probably that's going gonna to happen. probably gonna be written down on your list as well. I've got uh, just wrote down Cliff Pennington's name. He's yeah, going to be for there. Sure. We for, for kind sure. of forgot about him a little bit. Um, yeah, need another. Yeah, needed another mid, middle infielder for sure. And now I'm going to write the name of. We need another pitcher. We've got David Price, Marcus Stroman, Dickey, Estrada, Osuna, Cecil, Lowe, Santos. Actually, we've got eight pitchers right now. Price, I, Stroman, Dickey, Estrada, four, five, six, seven, eight hard, pitchers. Nine pitchers with Hawkins. Hard to leave off Hendricks. Probably hard to leave off Liam Hendricks. I like to have him around. So now we're at 23. So we've got two spots left. Yeah. Do you bring two, two spots? Spot for a couple mascots. Okay. Do you bring the? Do you bring the the one mascot? I don't know if you bring the one mascot. You bring Jose Bautista's sole brother. I think. Well, I, I think the other one. I think Mark Burley is there. I think Mark Burley is there. Let's put him on. Like, even if he doesn't pitch, he's there. Yeah, I think so. And I, I don't know. Like, just he like he knows. He like judging by his comments last week talking about like. They can't, they can't just look at experience. You have to look who's like pitching the best. It's God like, bless him. Yeah, honestly. absolutely, absolutely. Doesn't have to say shit like that. 
But it's true, he's not wrong, and that that is how they should do it. And it's nice that he is gonna is, is like fuck Estrada, Strowman, Dickey, Price. All better options than Mark Burley, right? Oh now. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh and now we have one spot left. Mm-hmm. And I would say there are the following candidates for it. Bo, Bo Schultz, Ryan yeah. Tapera, Aaron Loop. Aaron Loop. A little thin on lefties down there. Not a lot of lefties. Bo Schultz, Ryan Tapera, Aaron Loop. It's a lot of pitchers. We've and on this uh, Muni so- Kawasaki. I'll put his name on here just to humor him. The other one I would he listens have... yeah, I'm religiously. Sure he, I'm sure he does. And the other one I would probably say is. Uh, I don't know. It's probably it's too much of a luxury, but Josh Tolley, maybe if you want. I think there's a, there's no chance. <laughs> you don't. Think, I mean, because I mean Navarro is an interesting pinch hitter, but then you burn your uh, your backup catcher when you use him as a pinch hitter, unless you do have Tolley on the bench. As far as and, but I think they also have. I don't know. You have Colabello as a pinch hitter. Colabello is your only pinch hitter. This is the thing, right? Yeah. In the in the first three in the first two rounds, you, you want to see, you is like see the emergency guy. catcher Josh Donaldson out there? Or like, I don't know if that's a great idea. No, but I still don't know if they. I, I think I they, think they probably risk it and don't bring Tolly. Can't bring Darwin Barney, of course. Uh, Aaron Loop is the one that I think that Aaron Loop may have the inside track. Schultz, I was kind of looking at this yesterday, so. Versus lefties this year, Aaron Loop allowed 19 strikeouts and one walk. That's pretty good. But 19 hits. Not great. Not great. How many innings is that? That's a 16 inning. 74 batters faced. Uh, And 71 batters faced, Bo Schultz, 17 strikeouts, but 10 walks. Yikes. Two home runs. But only nine hits. So his the way to run like his his numbers against are actually much better in terms of like slash line right. or weighted on base. Bo Schultz's numbers against lefties this is much better than Aaron Loops. Ryan Tapera's numbers again are similarly better. He he held <laughs> right. lefties to a one twenty two batting average. 246 on base, 300 slugging. But I mean, so it's like, okay, is Aaron Loop just like really unlucky? Because I mean, it does I'll take. feel like he's, I mean. I'll take a 19 to 1 yeah. strikeout to walk ratio against lefties. Yeah. Like, Anecdotally, it totally feels like like Loop has given up, you know, flares and seeing eye singles and shit like that quite a bit. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know in my mind whether those are necessarily all against, you know, against lefties or righties. Just in general. That's a 380 batting average on balls in play. Aaron Loop has allowed a 14% hard hit rate against lefties this year. That's pretty good. Um, Bo Schultz is, is 43% hard <laughs> hit. And Ryan DeParis is 22. Uh, hard, uh, soft, soft hit is 30% for Loop. 11% for Schultz. Ooh. 25% for... Uh, for Tapera. So <laughs> you can make an argument that that as a, as that loogie, as a guy who's going to be in there to retire, you know, whoever, if it's Alex Gordon or Prince Fielder or Cole Calhoun 
or like get literally one guy out at a time. Maybe maybe Aaron Loop is in fact he's got a sixty five percent ground ball rate. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I think I think it's I think it's Loop. I think it is Loop. I think it has to be Loop. I, it's scary, and <laughs> yeah, it, it's scary because especially um, because Gibby overused him early in the year. That almost is like. This is his reward for that. In a way yeah, too. like thanks like, for gutting it out and yeah. not dying on us. Yeah, uh, but no, he did. He definitely overused him. He's just he's looked so bad. Like the you know, you know what you all, we all know the feeling that happens when Aaron Loop comes into a ball game. It is not a particularly good feeling. Uh, it's going to be multiplied in the playoffs. But also, you know, your hope is with your best starters out there that. You know, by the time the seventh, the seventh, eighth inning, ninth inning comes along, he's maybe in the seventh, but at eighth, ninth, he's pretty out of the equation unless you really have confidence in him, but or have or Brett Cecil is unavailable. Um, so I mean, he's really kind of like I mean, he's he's really kind of like a he's a true middle reliever, and the hope is that you're not going to have to get into your bullpen early enough to use an Aaron Loop, and that maybe he's just. He's just there just in case you need a, to get a lefty out at an important time early on. Or, you know, if something goes into extra innings or something like that. Aaron Loop faced way more right-handed batters than left-handed batters this season. Which... Yeah, they they tend to, the Jays have tended to do that. Gibbons has done that a lot, I think, over the years. Not really worried too much about his splits. His splits against righties have always been okay. But I think they've like slowly gotten kind of terrible. Uh, I think they're like cl- way closer to even like two, three years ago. His number, like I'm look just looking at again. So this is we're really getting gr- overly granular, and a little bit. Being like, yeah, because if I look, say since the start, since the All Star break, you know the at bats against lefties from from uh, from loop reached on error, ground out, single, strikeout, you know, ground out, single to pitcher. Uh, Kobe Ellsbury with a single to the pitcher, which is always nice. Okay, yeah. Ground out, ground out, hit by pitch, strikeout, 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 ground out, single, double, line out, walk, single, ground out, single to pitcher again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's been, yeah, it's been a weird, it's year a long like and far. like really kind of boring way of saying. I think that Aaron Loop should should not only will but should be on the roster. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think I, I think. You just, I mean, you you can't just go with Cecil as your only lefty. I think, and I think, yeah. And I, it's despite the fact that the numbers are. <laughs> Though I mean, Burley is obviously in the pen in our in our theoretical bullpen at this point as well. I will be surprised if Burley pitches even once. Yeah, but I would the, be surprised. But you if can't leave him at home. You think he sits out in the bullpen? <laughs> I don't even know about that. No, I don't think he sits. If out he, if, if, it, if it comes time when he you know might be needed out of the bullpen, there's no he'll, harm. He'll trot on down there. I think spot in the dugout. So I mean, if we look at it this way, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven relievers. It's a lot of relievers. Seven relievers, five starters is what we have. You and I on our 2015 Blue Jays postseason roster. Seven relievers with 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 all those days off. Off days, yeah. That's a lot. But oh yeah, no, I think. And there's probably a good chance we forgot somebody. (laughs) It's almost for sure we forgot somebody. (laughs) Probably. Uh. I'm okay with that. I really am. I'm I'm good with this if this was the team. And as as we mentioned, as we kind of ran down the names, Osuna, Cecil, Lowe, Sanchez, Hawkins, 
Hendricks, Loop, Burley. Maybe that's how I would kind of rank in terms of the yeah in the order in which I would rely on them. Although you might, I might want to move. I would probably move Hendricks up above Hawkins. Yeah, probably too. Hawkins is again. Hawkins is in in a Mark Burley situation where I'm not going to leave you at home. Yeah, totally. But you can't leave Burley at home. You just can't. Drew Hutchison has uh, made his, made his case for staying the fuck out of the way. <laughs> he kind of has, yeah. So, I mean, not not an easy ask of him today, but <laughs> didn't really respond to the bell anyway. So, no. All right, enough of this. You told me before you have a parting shot. Yeah, I do. I do have a parting shot. I do have a parting shot. What's your parting is, shot? Which is I. I so I was like playing some records at the bar in Ken- Kensington last night, and uh, some guys who like uh, readers follow a guy in particular follows me on Twitter uh, was there and was talking very friendly, nice guys, and then and then like, <laughs> and, but like while I'm while I'm DJing like wants to like discuss mm-hmm. uh, John Gibbons. We 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 disagree. Him and I disagree. We agree on many things, uh, but he. I, I, he does not like my characterization, characterization of Ben Revere, which was that you know, which is comes up way too often on my fucking Twitter because I said he was shitty at the, when they traded for him. Because, you weren't alone in that. Well, and I wasn't wrong either. And he's played incredibly well, but I mean, people get really hung up on this, like, oh, led the league in hits. You can't be shitty and lead lead, lead the league. In no, hits. no, he can. It's like, yeah, you just you just don't know. I mean, is you this, can be what, very shitty and lead the league in hits. It's nice to have hits, but. Not all hits are created equal. If you think so, if you think they are, then you're wrong. This is the thing, and so we we are, we we got in we got into an argument about John Gibbons and Ben Revere and the Yankees series. I think the middle game of the Yankees series where uh, they used Matt Haig in a in a to, he pinch hit Matt Haig for for Revere, I think, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, ended up going to and then Girardi switched pitcher and Russell Martin came in, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was like runner on second and third. And the, this, this gentleman's point was that even though his on base is low, and you know Martin is Martin is better at getting on base, he does it through walks. And what you need there is a single. And Ben Revere's great at getting singles. He gets lots of hits. They're singles. And I was like, no, that's not that's not how you want to look at this thing. And we it went back and forth a lot. But also, uh, <laughs> my bigger point about this is. It's fucking hard to like pick out records in the dark, fucking, <laughs> and like put them on the turntable, set them up, wait at, like at the precise moment to like switch the songs over, put them away, and like you know continuously do this like every you know you're playing I'm playing like two like three and a half minute two and a half minute songs while arguing about John Gibbons and Ben Revere and I was just like. I'm really, dude, this is done. I had to, like, I had to tell him to get the fuck away because I'm, like, I'm really kind of fucking busy here. So I welcome, I welcome all friendly, uh, friendly, friendly chats. But sometimes, sometimes I'm fucking busy, too. I'm, I'm glad that you have shined a light on a problem that has gone for too long undiscussed. Mm. And that is... The plight of the disc jockey. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, I know it's hard. This is from my. This is from gobbling my white down three set. drinks <laughs> and choosing 
which Northern Soul record you're going to follow <laughs> yeah. with the other Northern Soul record that you just put on. Well, that's true. Uh, but really, the guy that... You, well, I know beat matching is a really big part of, of everyone's day. So, uh, I don't so even, thank you. I don't even bother with that. No, I, who's, just, I, I just play the songs. Like, I, fuck all that shit. You have to fade them from... Yeah, deck one to deck two. I'm not trying to say that this is goddamn rocket science. I'm just saying that it takes it takes attention to detail to like not have, you know, huge gaps in the. Music. You don't want to have a jarring user experience. Yeah. At two o'clock in the morning. Just trying to do my thing, and now I'm talking to some guy about fucking Ben Revere's ability to get singles. Ben Revere has 176 hits this season. He's played terrifically. Joey Votto. For the, for the Toronto Blue Jays. Joey Votto has 167 hits this season. Yeah, Ben Revere, better than Joey Votto. You Obviously. Uh, Joey Votto, although he has 27 more home runs wow. than Ben Revere. He also has, uh, let me do some quick math, 90 more walks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of those guys is better than the other. And maybe hits isn't the way to measure it. Yeah. That, that's like not even that, fair. I mean, but the, really what this whole fucking Revere thing has come down to is like parsing shitty. What What is meant by shitty? Who is shitty? What is shitty? And I don't know. If you want to argue with me about that, then I, I don't have a lot of time for you there. But if you want to, like, and I, can, and I would concede that someone's belief in what is shitty and, and mine may be different. If you want to argue that he's not shitty because he gets hits and he led the league in hits, therefore not shitty, that is a wrong position to be arguing for. I think that Gregor Chisholm, who we mentioned already once today, um, he made a good point, which is, or he said he had a bit of a mea culpa, which was, I didn't think that Ben Revere would be able to play this well for this long. And I, I think that you and I are of a similar mind. Indeed. But that is a very... Greg, Gregor is a, is a wordsmith. That was a, that's a very precise thing that he's saying. I would say it more snarkily, which was, I think I have tweeted this. So I was like, nobody could have reasonably expected Ben Revere to play as well as he has for as long as he has here. Uh, because that would have been silly to think that. And yet people think that this is who Ben Revere always has been, which is not true. Uh, which is why you heard people when he got acquired saying, hey, he's kind of shitty. And... Now, when you feel the need to throw that back in those people's face, uh, you're kind of just being a moron, unfortunately. And I really, really don't need to keep talking about this, but it comes up every time he gets a fucking hit or does something great, which is a lot because he's been playing fucking great. Good on him. Love it. A welcome addition to your 2015 American League East Division champions. Um, I don't have much of a parting shot. Um, I'm... My, my wife and I were buying a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. Our vehicle has come towards the end of its uh, life on the road. And as such, I have been test driving a few extra vehicles. You know what a lot of new cars have? Backup cameras. Oh, yeah. So when you're reversing the vehicle, there's a little camera built in the back. You can kind of see up what's behind you. Uh, which is totally cheating. <laughs> yeah, it is totally, totally cheating. Totally, completely cheating. Not yeah. fair. Not only is it cheating, it's also... Very distracting <laughs> when you make a big production out of how good you are parking your car, and then you go to back up and you see the camera there. So you, you're like, "Oh no!" And you, I go out of my way not to look at it. Fair enough. Yeah. And then, of course, botch the back-end job at the Volkswagen dealership <laughs> because I'm a jackal. 
And I was like, hey, we'll go see if we get a good deal on a Volkswagen. Yeah. Because I, as I understand yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're in a little dire straits at the moment. They're, they're facing uh, some tough times. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to opt for the Volkswagen, though. Just so everyone's. That's I'm glad we to boycott are. us. Uh, you know what? I, I, I have a way of, uh, of seeing what's behind the vehicle when you're backing up as well. Is you turn around and use your fucking eyeballs? That would be the way. Yeah, that would be a way that that is uh, time tested. Time tested. Another, another uh, brilliant piece of technology I've noticed was uh, someone took some pieces of glass <laughs> and jammed them onto the side of the car. Yeah. They reflect the light, uh, which shows often what's back there. Yeah. Uh, but then I made up for it. I parked on, out in front of your place. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. But, but we're, it's early in the month here, back on the right-hand side. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. A little easier. You know, yeah. really got to ease More natural. It. More natural. It, it's, it's the way it should be. Uh, speaking of the way it should be, this is it. We're done. That's all for this. The uh, we probably should have been a bit more joyous. Yeah, I think so. Instead of being a little less bookkeepy. <laughs> but again, eyes on the prize. Yeah. We're having some fun. They clinched the division. That's awesome. Playoffs are coming. We hopefully we'll have three more champagne bukkake ceremonies <laughs> in the clubhouses of uh, the greater, the lower forty-eight. I guess is one way to look at it. Uh, so this has been Birds All Day, sponsored by Grandstand for Mister Andrew Stoughton. My name is Drew Fairservice. We'll talk to you next time with the first ever postseason edition of Birds All Day.